The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, in 1946, Kathleen Fournier left her home in Kent, England to join her Canadian soldier husband, Sergeant Emile Fournier, in Canada. Her trip on the HMS Aquitania would eventually stop at Pier 21 in Halifax like so many others. But unlike others, her final destination was Dawson City, Yukon. She was promised a house with a relatively well-equipped convenience, uh, with, well- with well-equipped conveniences, and was warned about the conditions there take a listen the home to which you are you are destined is located in dawson yukon territory as in it and is in the arctic area <laughs> of canada however even in view of this the house is relatively well equipped with modern conveniences <laughs> it was a roadhouse and the big roadhouse, and there was no modern convenience. You had to pack water. And Kathleen lives in Edmonton, and at the age of 95, her grandson Julian, a global Edmonton cameraman, has decided it's time to record and share her story. He joins us this afternoon. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Julian, when you hear your grandmother talk and read that letter from the government saying, hey, you know what, your new place is going to be in the Arctic. The place that you're going to live in is going to be relatively well-equipped. And you hear her say, oh, no, I had to pack water. It was a roadhouse. What do you think? I just, uh, you know, I, I think my grandfather definitely did not give her the best description of what she was getting into. <laughs> That's one way of putting it for sure. Tell us, your your grandmother uh, grew up, if I remember correctly, in Kent, England. Met your father at a dance. She she was a she was a wren, wasn't she? A British wren. Yeah, she was. And um, I actually have the letter from one of the dances that uh, he was in charge of organizing these parties, and uh, he had sent this letter out and she kept it for all these years and I'm the the lucky grandson who now has this dance card. You have the dance card. Does she remember that night? You know what? She she remembers when I was interviewing her. She talks about dancing with lots of people and um, she doesn't seem to say that he stood out in any way. And then I actually wrote out his memoirs several years ago. He's been gone now for seven years and uh, he remembers that night very very well and he remembers her smile and looking across the room and knowing he wanted to dance with that girl and when i interviewed her i honestly expected love at first sight and she was like no you know we're just dancing <laughs> julian what do, you, what do you remember about your grandparents together and did, did they share their stories with you when they were well your, your grandma your nan is still alive but did your did your grandpops do that at all did he share the stories at all with you he he would share sub stories. He was a he was a fairly quiet man, um, somewhat reserved. He would talk a lot more when Nan wasn't around, uh, which was always my brother and I found that funny. He would share <laughs> stories about the Yukon and growing up there. Um, his favorite day of the year was the summer solstice because mm-hmm. you you know they were partying all night up there. The sun never went down. We know that, uh, as we mentioned, your your nan came over on the Aquitania in 1946. She stopped at Pier 21, ended up going across the country. But, uh, you know, she talked um, when you were interviewing her about that trip and about about the kids that were on board with the parents. Anyway, yeah. pretty good journey. Well, take a listen. There's all, can you imagine, 
all these young women, and we all had a, a child, some had two. Yeah, and, and she talks about that. I mean, I'm curious to know why you thought now was the time. Um, to be honest, I, I talk to her every day. Um, I, I do my best to look out for her at that age, living on her own, and to have the opportunity to, to work for Global, um, to share a story like hers. I thought it was about time that other people got that chance to hear such an amazing journey. We hear so much about the men who came back from war and not about, or not as much about these war brides. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I find it amazing that at the age of 20, 21, she had a one-year-old. Um, she's coming across the Atlantic Ocean and then across Canada by train and then all the way up to the Yukon with a baby and a steam trunk and a little baby buggy. And she didn't know any better, as she says. <laughs> but if you were to tell a 20-year-old male or female that now, that they were going to spend a month traveling across the ocean and across Canada to go up to the Yukon in the middle of October, most would say, no way. Julian, you know what, when you look at the, the war brides, there were about 48,000 young women who met and married Canadian servicemen during the Second World War, a lot of them from Britain, others from the Netherlands, Belgium, France, Italy, and, and Germany, but ended up coming to Canada, your, your nan being one of them. And she has said that really she, she didn't think much of, of her journey, um, but I would suggest that it was an incredibly brave journey an unknown journey how would you describe it yeah i think you just took the perfect words for that because it was unknown and even to get that letter from the government saying you know you're going up to the arctic um most people from canada will never go up to the arctic i know i haven't been up there yet my father and i are planning to go up there and hopefully we'll drag my younger brother along <laughs> and we're going to go up to dawson and we'll go check out the historic sites and see where the fourniers made their living and uh i'd love to see this roadhouse because just hearing her read that letter and hearing her laugh <laughs> she couldn't get she could barely get through it because she's like you know if, if she would have known i don't know if i would be here now <laughs> julian before i let you go and i i really want to thank you for sharing your nan's story your your family's story what what does she think about you wanting to record this what would she be thinking of right now or maybe she is listening to us talk about her story on the radio does she think we're making a a lot to do about nothing or does did you think maybe deep down inside she does realize what an extraordinary woman she is and and the extraordinary journey that she has been on she's too humble to even think that uh, what she did was an amazing journey and the only reason you know she said this to me today the only reason why I'm even letting this story get out there is because of you you know I wouldn't be doing this if you weren't interested and I just think more people need to hear about these amazing women um, and their journey and it's something that I wanted to share not only just with my family but with the rest of Edmonton and whoever else is willing to hear this story of a war bride who traveled all the way up to the Arctic not knowing what she was getting into mm. and she made it was it was quite the adventure. 
Well, Julian, I can tell you, one of my listeners, Marty, just texted in and says, I have tears in my eyes with this story. My mom was a war bride in 1943. So, Julian, you sharing uh, your grandma, your nan's story is uh, is resonating with others, and we can look forward to seeing it, I think, coming up tonight on Global or tomorrow on Global? It's tomorrow at 6. Um, Gord Steinke and uh, our producer, Ashley Weeb, has helped me piece together this story, and I think it's in editing today. So... I can't wait for other people to see the photos, see my nan talking about this, and uh, I'm if I if I'm lucky, if I'm not busy out on a shoot, I will be sitting beside her just to see her reaction. Oh, Julian, tell her thank you for sharing her story, and thanks for joining us this afternoon. No worries, thank you, Jalen. Yeah, Take y- care. You betcha, Julian Fournier, Global TV cameraman, sharing his story about his nan, 95 years of age today, um, came to Canada in 1946 as a war bride. You can see that story, the video, see her talking tomorrow. Global News at six.